Well, welcome back, everyone, to the Young Adult Ministry Podcast. I'm here with my good friend, Daniel Tilly, one of our Young Adult Small Group leaders. And I'm excited about diving into a question that's come out of some of our groups, really based on uh, the topics that we've been exploring related to how do we pursue the greater things God wants for our lives. And so, Daniel, you want to just intro us into the topic that we're going to be discussing? Yeah. So the question that we've been asked is, what is discipleship? As we're moving into being intentional with small groups and developing a discipleship culture of passing on um, what God's taught us and also learning from God um, intentionally in our relationship with Him, How does what does that look like? What's the process of that um, to where we can have a quality relationship with God and one that is biblical and um, shows fruit and growth. And how do we pass that on in small groups and cultivate good conversation that's faith building faith? And a lot of it uh, for me uh, stems from a verse in Galatians 6 that talks about sowing seeds for the spirit and seeing the harvest of his work and stuff. And I Mm -hmm. asked myself, I was like, what kind of um, seeds are we being intentional about sowing in our personal relationships with Christ? Christ and in um, developing that with our relationships as community, as a family, how can we encourage people in that? So you want to tackle what it looks like in our relationship with God? What does that look like? Yeah, well, you did a great job uh, introducing that. And I I think the whole idea of discipleship, I think, needs a little unpacking first. Mm -hmm. Like that's not a word we use Mm -hmm. in our culture today, like disciple. What does that mean? And I think some people in our groups have even asked, well, what what does it mean to be a disciple? And like talking about um, the Great Commission Mm -hmm. in in Matthew 28, if you're not familiar with that, you should should check it out. Matthew Mm -hmm. 28, 17 through 20, and it's Jesus' mission for every church. And it has to do at the heart with making disciples. Mm -hmm. And so if we're going to make disciples that are growing in their relationship with Jesus, we need to know what a disciple is. Mm -hmm. And so that word literally means learner or apprentice. And it's it's much more of a student of the way of Jesus lived his life and the way he thought about God, the way he thought about life, the way he related to people and lived out his mission from God um, that we can learn to emulate in our life. And so really being a, a Christian is a little Christ, being devoted to the process of becoming like Jesus. And that's a lifelong learning that we need to be committed to. Mm-hmm. And it's really the greatest invitation ever given to human beings. That's really mm-hmm. at the heart of this theme that we're talking about, gr- greater things, is mm-hmm. how, do we, how do we live for this invitation to become a disciple of Jesus mm-hmm. and really build our life in his kingdom? And so your question, uh, I can't remember actually what your question was. I just mm-hmm. felt like it was important to talk about what it means to, to be a disciple and to know that you're in, we are all invited to be Jesus' disciples to be learners of and students of his way of life, to learn to live our life as if he were living through us, which he actually is by his Holy Spirit through our everyday situations and learning to walk with God. Mm -hmm. And so that's one of the images that I think you brought up Galatians 6 that Paul uses there is it's it's like planting seeds and it's like a walk. It's it's walking Mm -hmm. in the spirit where the seeds that we learn to plant that help us grow and, and connect with God end up bringing a different kind of fruit into our lives, which is by the power of the Holy Spirit working through us to bring things like love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, and self-control. And it's not like someone's just telling you to do the right things anymore. It's it's God actually working through you to produce an entirely different kind of life. And mm-hmm. what I've found in my life and why I need groups <laughs> is like, if I'm honest, when I look at my last day, I see good fruit and I also see some things that 
aren't like I see some impatience. Mm -hmm. I see some lack of gentleness in my communication. I see some anxiety. And so when I can be honest about the things in my life that really aren't the fruit of the spirit, Mm -hmm. then I can say, Hey, let let, let me talk about that. What's behind that for me. Um, And then learning to listen to what God's saying to me, which is to remember he's forgiving me for those things and that Mm -hmm. he wants to help me learn to love like he did rather than kind of hanging on to the bad fruit. So that's a part of it. And I'm not sure if that answered your question exactly or where you want to go from here, but now, now you get to take the conversation again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess uh, to wrap back around to what the question is, what does mm-hmm. that look like in your personal walk with Christ? Mm-hmm. Um, you kind of mentioned listening to the Holy Spirit through mm-hmm. circumstances and that what are some examples, I guess, more so of how to apply letting God become your disciple if you're not familiar with his voice, if you're not mm-hmm. um, in his word to know and to kind of learn what his voice is and to see what he's telling you through that. Um, mm. what, what are you doing to let Christ disciple you? Yeah, so I think uh, early on in my journey with God, I just wanted to, I needed to spend time in the Bible. When, mm. I, when I came to know that Jesus saved me and loved me and wanted a relationship with me, I'm like, that's awesome. I didn't know that was a thing. Mm. And once Jesus came in my life, then I, I learned that I needed to build it on his word. And mm. so that's kind of foundational practice. Number one for discipleship is spending time with Jesus for yourself, learning to read the Bible, not just uh, listen to someone else talk about the Bible. That mm. It is really valuable to put yourself under biblical teaching and mm. Christian community. It's not just all me and Jesus and my alone time with God, but it is important to develop an alone time with God. And I mm-hmm. think that's a part of the anxiety of our age is you know, we get so busy and distracted with so many things, even good things for God, that we don't learn how to be with God. Mm-hmm. And so that's, for me personally, in my journey, I've, I've learned to become kind of discipl- disciplined about spending time with God first thing in the morning. And that's mm-hmm. a priority for me. I get up in the morning, have my cup of coffee. I have a Bible reading plan that, that takes me through s- certain sections of scripture for that day. And I just spend time reading, reflecting, asking God to highlight what he wants me to see. Mm-hmm. And then kind of praying about my day, spending time praying through the things that I'm going to be doing and listening for if there's anything God wants to say to me about my priorities that need to change or if there's anything he wants to show me about meetings I'm going into or people I'm going to be interacting with or if there's any people he wants me to reach out to that I hadn't thought about, you know. So I try to interact with with God about things I'm going to be going into. And then that helps me to be a little bit more aware of how he might be working as I'm going through my day, mm-hmm. because it's not like I leave God in my quiet time in the morning with the Bible. He goes, yeah. his spirit goes with me mm-hmm. as I'm walking with him, but sometimes I'm just not aware of it. Mm-hmm. So it's that discipline in the morning, which if you think about the word discipline, it actually comes out of disciple. It's like the, the discipline of spending time with God is a part of how we apprentice ourselves to Jesus. Mm-hmm. And so learning to really ground ourselves in that time with God for myself. And sometimes I just need to start the day by, man, I blew it yesterday. God, I'm so sorry for this. Or, you know, the way I talked to that person was off or, you know, and I need to be reminded of the gospel. So Mm -hmm. first thing in the morning, being reminded his compassion is new every morning. His Mm -hmm. grace is for me. And now I want to be encouraged to to really take steps forward that day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm in a small group that's challenged me in one way. Um, we're going through a book called, I think it's First Word, Last Word, God's Word, and it challenges us to uh, spend time with God 
the first thing in the morning, uh, like, yeah, the first thing you do, and then the last thing you do uh, at night. And it's really challenged me because I've been pretty good. good at doing it daily. Mm-hmm. Um, but starting off with that, like, first thing you do is God's word, and then last thing. First thing, you kind of mentioned uh, getting a reminder. Like, no matter who you are, you can be, like, a pastor, uh, evangelist, or, like, new Christian. Yeah. You need reminders of God's word every single day to mm-hmm. remember what he's uh, teaching us to do and to apply. And you were saying how disciple is a learner. Well, a lot of memorizing comes with that to figure mm-hmm. out, all right, what are we applying? Like you don't just become an engineer by reading through the textbook and then mm-hmm. you're an engineer. No, you have to memorize like the, the formulas and everything of how to like build a, like a house or something. Yeah. Um, that learning process. Yes. And, uh, of it. and the learning process is really significant mm-hmm. because I think sometimes we think we need to get from, I just met Jesus and now I'm going to be perfect or something. Mm-hmm. Or, and we don't consciously think that, but we think we do think like mm-hmm. we should be farther along than we are. And it mm-hmm. takes practice, mm-hmm. it takes training. Mm-hmm. There's a, tons of athletic imagery in the new Testament around the, the life of faith. And the idea of walking in step with the Spirit. Sometimes we just get out of step. And that means there's some things going on underneath the surface that we need to deal with in our life. We need to get help on from other other Christians or a counselor or, you know, getting some insight into our situation. And, and sometimes it just takes time to work things out in us that are just broken. And mm-hmm. so it really is that lifelong learning and then practicing. And mm-hmm. so if you think about, like, even the idea of practice, I heard something about this recently that was super helpful. And I think the the practice that you're doing of, hey, in the morning, spend time with God, and before I go to bed, kind of re- reviewing my day, it's almost like a post-game film mm-hmm. and, like, yeah. thinking through your day. Mm-hmm. So if you think about, like, sports or even if you're in music or arts, like, you want to kind of reflect on your um, you know, your performance or your experience so that you can think through where things went wrong and where things could have gone better. And so you're kind of reviewing the tape Mm -hmm. and it's a good way to think about your life. Like Mm -hmm. if you think back through your day, what are the areas where you were feeling peace and joy and gratitude and you saw God moving through situations and other times where maybe you were thinking about stuff that was not, you know, godly or, you know, there was bad fruit coming out. Mm -hmm. And, and so that's a chance to confess and Mm -hmm. spend time admitting your, your own need for God and then thinking through, okay, how would I do things differently when this situation comes back around? Because the reality is your life is the game. Like mm-hmm. that's, the, that's the place where God wants to form you is in your daily circumstances. And so you're going to get new opportunities. To, if you have an issue talking to your wife with impatience mm-hmm. or with a friend with judgment, mm-hmm. I guarantee you God's going to bring that friend back around. And you're going to have an opportunity <laughs> to do it differently again. Yeah and not repeat that same pattern. And yeah. that, but that takes practice. We mm-hmm. don't always get it right. Mm-hmm. So the quicker that we can like close the gap in real time of, oh, hey, I'm sorry for the way I said that, or mm-hmm. I didn't realize that hurt you, um, apologize. That's that's a part of how we grow, because none of us are, mm-hmm. are Jesus. We're yeah. just growing to become like him. And that's like the level of humility to mm-hmm. be like, all right, I'm not perfect yet. Um, yeah. I did like speak with like, negative emotions that Mm. were motivating what I did, not the love of Christ. So um, being aware of that, having like self-awareness of where you're at and where God's calling you Mm. and compare the two. um, For small groups, we'll kind of rotate into that. um, As Mm. we are learning from Christ, as we're 
figuring out what his word says, memorizing it, trying to apply it in our daily lives for ourselves. Um, how do we then go into small groups and encourage each other's faith to uh, do that, to have accountability yeah. that we are doing that and mm-hmm. to be able to encourage each other in the fruit that's coming from hopefully doing that in our own lives if we're doing yeah. well. Yeah, so I think there's that's the, the second practice that's so vital to growing in our discipleship to Jesus is having a community that we're doing that with. It, we Spending time in God's Word and learning that for yourself is foundational. And then the second step, like if you don't have a group of believers that you're actually talking about how that's applying to your life and mm-hmm. talking through the issues in your life that keep you from that and being vulnerable, mm-hmm. then you're probably not going to grow very much. Um, and so that's one of the keys to a small group that helps each other grow is there's there's vulnerability and there's joy in connecting with each other. Mm-hmm. And I think when um, there's a group that struggles with like having fun together and enjoying like just the relationship, people can not want to share vulnerably, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and so both of those dynamics are important. And so what I've seen in groups is you can either go to one of the two sides that miss a really important ingredient. Like mm-hmm. people can be super vulnerable and it can just get heavy really mm-hmm. fat and just be yeah. super heavy. And then it's like almost like, you know, there's pressure to, to share before you want to share about things or like you feel led to. And, and so like there's, there's a heaviness to that. Um, or you can go to the kind of the fun side where you're just always kind of hanging out. It's really mm. social. It's good friends. You might be having great meals together, even have some good conversations, but it never goes really deeper beneath the surface. And mm. so I found that just the tension of both of those things are, are really important ingredients mm. to a transforming small group. Mm. Um, and I think being in the word, like not just sharing your opinions about the Bible mm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> or what you heard some other pastor say about the Bible, mm. Um, it's really important to let like the scripture uh, be the authority so that you're you're actually submitting your life to mm-hmm. to the word and talking about how God's leading you to take steps of obedience. Mm-hmm. And so that's what one thing I've tried to do in the groups that I lead is like towards the end, it's good to have like a takeaway time. Um, there's not like a perfect way to do that, but helping people think about like, okay, what's something God is saying to me? from this time we had together, like what's a truth from the word I need to embrace more or an area I feel convicted in that is challenging to me. And then like, what's a step of faith that God's leading me to take Mm -hmm. out of this. And so it doesn't have to be in those formulate questions, but helping people think that way Mm -hmm. as a part of helping them think biblically, like a disciple, like um, this is a walk that Jesus is leading me on step by step. And this group is helping me to do that. Mm -hmm. So yeah, one thing, I'm looking to start implementing more in our small group is being intentional about memorizing scripture. Like you Mm -hmm. said, knowing God's word is essential and not just knowing Mm -hmm. uh, words that like a pastor or someone, though good, Mm -hmm. um, has said about God's word. Uh, I was in another small group when God kind of made it evident. It's like, all right, y'all need to be more intentional about like memorizing God's word and being in it. So you know it um, in and of itself. We were talking and the conversation of who likes uh, Satan was before the fall. Mm-hmm. Someone mentioned it's like, oh yeah, he was uh, like the leader of like music or something um, in heaven before the fall. And I was like, I've read through the whole Bible. I don't remember that being anywhere. Mm-hmm. And we had to uh, like, they ended up looking it up and they're like, oh yeah, like that's not. And I was like, good thing that's not in like 
foundational, like, in faith of that. But um, making sure you know uh, what you believe is backed up with Scripture, and mm-hmm. we're being more intentional about picking the foundational points um, of faith and finding the verses that back those up and mm-hmm. getting to memorize them together and challenging each other in that so that when we're going through um, temptation, when we're trying to live out lovingly or whatever it be, we have verses that we can remember that stir up our faith, that t- remind us and teach us how to live out what God has t- told us because we're in the moment um, of applying that scripture when mm-hmm. we remember it. Not we're in the sermon or we're in our quiet time and we read the scripture, but when we're in the field and we need this scripture, we don't remember it. So mm-hmm. we want to be more intentional about memorizing it and knowing God's word in and of itself so that we can apply it in the times of need. Because yeah. God, like you're being spiritually attacked more outside of church and outside of your quiet time than you are inside of it. Yes. Um, yeah, I love that. And mm-hmm. that's like a part of when you think about your quiet time, that's like your training grounds, your preparing ground to go out and be sent into the world as a missionary with Jesus, to mm-hmm. be on, on mission with him. And so it's like you're internalizing the word in that time. Mm-hmm. And your group is giving you the encouragement and support mm-hmm. to, to really have a place where you can have a landing spot for the failures and find the courage to keep going and, and to really take steps of faith and, and, and obedience mm-hmm. and to to be bold because i think when we're just on ourselves we kind of can get get stuck yeah and that you're right man there's so many things opposing us that we all have the enemies of the world the flesh and the devil mm-hmm. that we're probably more um deceived by sometimes than we even realize. And so if we're not in the word and letting the word fill our minds and then transform our hearts through community as we're opening ourselves up to it, then we're just going to be conformed to the pattern of the world Mm. without even knowing it. Mm -hmm. And I remember as one of the practices uh, that I learned as an early disciple of Jesus, my, my first mentor who really discipled me for the first time, he he gave me a packet of scripture memory cards mm-hmm. with different topics like you're talking about. Mm-hmm. They were foundational, and he just he he encouraged me to learn the practice of memorizing scripture, scripture, of hiding God's word in my heart. It says in the Psalms, like, "How can a young man keep his way pure, except by living according to your word?" I have hidden my word, and I have hidden your word in my heart, so I won't sin against you. Mm-hmm. And so the word of God that we put inside of us is what we use to fight the enemy mm-hmm. in times of need. And I think a lot of times you're, we just don't take the time to do that. And mm-hmm. then we wonder why we don't have courage or we don't have, have resources to help us when we need them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so that's a, really cool you're doing that. Yeah, that's again why um, it's so important in going into our communities to encourage them in our their faith. We mm-hmm. need to be acting in faith on our own, having the personal relationship with God so that when that is well, our groups can be well because we're seeing the fruits produced in our groups that we're planting seeds to in our time with God mm-hmm. um, and just letting that be seeds that we're sowing for the Spirit in our quiet time and then in our groups. And hopefully that multiplies out into the community as we mm-hmm. invite more people in, as we do service projects or something and allowing God to just keep on having that cup that overflows like we've mentioned um, in other videos mm-hmm. that 
is just natural when we just let God really take control of all of our lives. And if we're not mm. seeing that, we need to have that self-awareness of, all right, this is what's supposed to be happening naturally as we walk with God, as we apply Him to our personal lives and our small groups. Mm. Um, and just seeing that and really just having faith and being like, Scripture says this should be happening. Mm. Um, so if nothing's happening, uh, let me look at scripture a little bit more and try to become that disciple that applies that and seeing it uh, yep. come to fruition. And that, that's the thing that I love about Jesus' original invitation to the disciples that he gives us. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> come follow me. Mm-hmm. I'll make visions of men. He didn't say, come be in this class with me and learn all the content so then you can be prepared to give people the right answers. Yeah. And I think sometimes we think we have to be good enough or smart enough or whatever to be used by God. And no, he's just, hey, come be with me. Mm-hmm. That's at the mm-hmm. heart of being disciples. Come be with Jesus. That's good. And then he works through you to help other people know him. As you know him, you will want to help other people know him. Mm-hmm. And it's really that simple. We Sometimes we make it a lot more complicated than mm-hmm. that. I'd say that's the third dynamic of a group that really helps you grow is it helps you think about living on mission with Jesus mm-hmm. beyond your group. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not just a holy huddle um, or just a support group, but you're really encouraging each other to help others know the love of Christ. Because mm-hmm. when we're we're living our life in a way to say we want to earn the right for a world that has rejected Christ or doesn't believe in Christ to come to know Him and want to know Him because of my example and the way that I love them. Mm-hmm. Um, that changes the way that we mm-hmm. go about our discipleship. So mm-hmm. it's not just about me and God or me in this community. It's about um, God working in and through me to really make disciples of others, to invite mm-hmm. others on this journey too. Mm-hmm. And that, that, that increases the risk level, increases mm-hmm. the adventure level, the intentionality and, and purpose to go beyond yourself. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think, man, we, we just kind of got, got a foundation going for discipleship that I think is pretty solid. Um, and that's part of, you know, this is why we exist here with mm-hmm. Young Adult Ministry is to really help uh, you live into that, to find a community of support and encouragement where you're not doing this alone and where you can really internalize God's word for yourself so you have a strong foundation you're building your life on and a community to find the joy and adventure of living on mission with Jesus. Mm-hmm. And so we'd love to help you find that place and we'd love to know more questions you have so we can interact with them. Did you mm-hmm. have any other questions before we close out? Probably an encouraging thing. Mm. Um, Encouragement, I like that. Yeah, in going before this, as we want to grow closer to God, we want to have that daily quiet time, that good uh, small group that is uh, intentional about sowing seeds and encouraging each other's faith. Sometimes that's not always, like that's a battle with the flesh that Mm. we're having to get there in our personal walks and our conversations with small groups that sometimes uh, we just naturally want to have like good quality time uh, hanging out, not really being centered around faith and stuff, but how do we get there? A lot of it um, comes with understanding a desire that God is, as we're talking about, the greater, um, the greater thing to pursue, mm-hmm. having a good relationship with Him. And uh, I remember in a small group we were talking about, it came up, uh, the the value of imagination and mm. being able to imagine the throne room of God or like the goodness of God and just letting that go. I was doing that earlier today. I started sobbing just mm. thinking about the glory of God. And I was like, this is what I'm pursuing. This is like why it's worth letting go of these small, like meaningless things of this mm. world to pursue the greater thing, to pursue what is 
of value in this world, and that's Jesus. That's our relationship with him and letting that multiply. Um, just having an encouragement in that of realizing it's like, have faith. This is what we're pursuing in this life. We are, we are in pursuit of God as we follow him. So um, if you're needing motivation, if you're needing uh, reasons why this is important. Broaden your understanding and imagine how good God's goodness is. Like imagine the greatest thing <laughs> in this life and then just multiply the goodness of that. And that's where God is. Like he's above everything. Um, so kind of unpack that in your life with God. Uh, if you have that struggle of, man, I don't really want to do uh, small groups, which is what the flesh naturally responds with sometimes. Yeah, because it takes a little effort yeah. to, to bond with a group of people. It does. It's not easy. Sometimes mm -hmm. when a new group is forming, it can be a little awkward, mm -hmm. and people are building trust. And, mm -hmm. But but there's goodness as you work through that. Mm -hmm. And Jesus didn't call us to easy anyway. Yeah. He called us to greater things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, greater things, mm -hmm. very worth it. Yeah, so. I love that encouragement. Mm -hmm. And so hopefully this has been encouragement to you. Um, man, I just give Mike, uh, Daniel <laughs> the mic drop right there. And we'd love to help you in your journey wherever you are. If you want to join us with Young Adult Ministry. Mm -hmm. And feel free to share this with a friend if it was encouraging to you. Take care, guys.